Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Anxious Lad Podcast. You're all very, very welcome and thanks a million for tuning in. Uh, so with me tonight, all the way from New York, is Mr. Eddie Bell. Eddie, how are you doing, brother? Hey guys, how's it going? How are you? Not bad, mate, not bad. Um, listen, first of all, thanks a million for taking the time out to talk to me tonight. I really do uh, really do appreciate it. I know, you're, I, I'm glad you had a chance for me, but this has been a... We planned it for a while, just it wasn't that successful initially. We had some <laughs> some nice obstacles on both sides. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we've obviously got a, a five, six hour time difference then as well. So it's it's late in the evening for me. You've just finished up work. So uh, but look, we got there in the end, buddy. We got there in the end. Um so listen, like I said, we've or like you said, we've we've had a few conversations, we've had a few chats, we've you know, over the last few weeks on on Messenger and everything and I think what what was really interesting for me and in, in, in kind of reaching out and getting you on the show, um, I think if we get into it straight off the bat, is the the newly released book that you've written. Oh, I think you're actually going to bring that up that quickly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I wrote a book as a way of, um, I guess, self therapy, um, which mm-hmm. is how you know people in the in the group and all. I'll leave it up to you if you want to shout out the Facebook group, but that group's been awesome yeah, to yeah. me as well. Yeah. Um, um, wrote a book as, I guess, a way of just talking to myself. Um, a lot of guys, mental health-wise, they don't always feel that they can communicate. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's awesome yeah. that you have the podcast for this um, because you're you're bringing light to what people go through, right? Um you're bringing light to what is in a lot of guys' heads, and we don't always feel comfortable talking about it. Um, so I, I wrote a book, um, poorly edited, but edited, some way or one way or another. Um, and it, it was really, the foundation of it, of, of the book was, um, I guess, an apology to my wife. Um, I'm, I'm not the best at explaining myself through words. Um, I wrote the book mostly talking to myself as I was driving to work, driving an hour to work each day. Um, and just from there on out, I, you know, I organized my thoughts. Um, I used a couple people nearby me that didn't know the whole story, but they've known me for years. Um, and a lot of them were shocked that the guy that always seemed to have it together really didn't have it together. Um, and then I know I had a cover designed. I hired a formatter. I did not hire an editor because I literally wanted it to be my own words. Um, and then I launched the book and I, I, I signed it to my wife and then I self-published. Yeah, and it's awesome. I have to say you, you quite kindly kind of sent me a copy of it, I think, just before it went on general release as well so i got to have a read of it and it it is it's like you say right it's it's you can tell by reading it right that that it hasn't been edited and polished and that kind of stuff but that's what i actually love about it do you know what i mean um i had another guy on previously in one of the other episodes Stuart, who who wrote and self-published a book as well on his kind of journey through depression and the same thing didn't have an editor, didn't have, it was just, and there's a lot more of a human touch to that, I think. 
in, in if that makes sense. Um, and it makes it a lot more relatable. Do you know what I mean? Because it is just another lad talking about shit that he went through. Yeah, um, it was really an apology to my wife. Um, and mm. also, if it if it prevented someone else, um, you know, from maybe going through what I was going through um, or what you've went through in the past or what other guys have gone through mentally, um, it was it was like I said, first and foremost, it was really just an apology to my wife. Um, because, and that's why I named it what I named it. I named it the love not given. Um, mm-hmm. My wife has always been supportive of me. There's been a lot of times that she's wanted to chew my ass and has chewed my ass. Um, <laughs> but she's always loved me. Um, and I was always expressing how I loved her, her um, wrong. I guess is, is the, I, was, I was always loving her to the best of my ability, but I was... I was not loving her how she needed to receive that love. So it was kind of like hitting a stone wall. Um, and a couple people have messaged me that have known me before. Like I said, they didn't, A, they didn't know what I was going through. And B, one person messaged me on Instagram that used to be one of my employees for a previous employer. And he's kind of going through the same thing. Um, and, you know, I said, hey, read the book um, and, 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 and really figure out how she needs you to talk to her so that you guys could be together. Cause if you guys are, yeah, a team, yeah. when you're having bad days, she's going to be the person that saves you from going over the edge. Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> to let's get aside, you know, I know you're kind of maybe caught it off guard there. We're picking up the book. Well, yeah, very I, on, but I, actually... I messaged you. <laughs> I was like, just in case I'll have the book. But I wasn't expecting that right from the beginning. Um, where's it at? Well, I think I think it was, it's a good way to open because yeah. I think a lot about what, you know, we're going to talk about obviously comes up in the book, you know. Um, and I think, you know, you've quite rightly said it there. Like the book was written kind of as an apology to your wife. So let's, yeah. let's get into that then. So what was the apology for, I guess, is what um, I was going to be asking. I didn't. I didn't grab the one that I. Oh no, I did grab the one that I wrote to her. Oh man, <laughs> like it's. Like, I didn't think that was going to be the one that I grabbed. Um, I, I I wrote it because there was so many times that I was basically about to go over to the edge, and she and she saved me. Um, you know, it was. I. I'm getting caught up on words now. I um. I can kind of bury myself into work. I'll, I'll bury myself in a mission. Um, and I'll, I'll almost like subconsciously talk to myself of this is the way that it has to be. Um, or what's that? What's that star Wars one? This is the way, or that's the way, this is the way, whatever it is from star Wars and the Mandalorian, it is the way or whatever it is. Um, I would just talk to myself into whatever had to get done and it could be completely wrong. Um, and that's kind of how I loved her was, all right, here's what it is. And, um, you know, there's different languages in the world, English, Spanish, you name it across the board. Um, and then she sent me a, a book to read um, called The Five Love Languages. And my family didn't grow up the most well off. And so my way was always just to buy her stuff and I would bury myself into work. But I'd also bury myself into work if I was going through something, um, which we talked about in the past, to where if I had something going on, I was just I was finding something to distract myself. And 
you know, my wife wants to be touched. She wants to have me hold her. And it was just, I wasn't there. Um, and, and she full on told me, and you know, she's been my support person for, for God, we've been married since 09. So we're going on, um, we're going on 14 years. And she told me like, I, I feel like we're not meant to be you. I feel like you don't want me. And the person that was my support, that, that just kind of like knocked me off. Yeah. Cause as you say, like you, you try and do, I guess, look, men tend to do that though. Don't we like, we, we tend to bury ourselves and work if we're stressed or if we're worried or if we're anxious or whatever, or if we're or even happy, into... I'm happy. I'm going to, I'm going to get ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's kind of one of our, I guess, a common coping mechanism, isn't it? Rather than, rather than talk about what's going on, we'll shy away from it, but bury ourselves and work. I mean, I, I wrote a blog, uh, a little while ago, funny enough for the, for the group actually, um, so the group you're talking about, the dad's assistant dad's one. Um, and one of them was about kind of prenatal uh, or po um, depression in new time, in, in, in new dads, basically, first time yeah. dads and new dads or whatever. Um, and that's one of the big signs of it is that a new dad would bury himself in work and not come home till late at night because he's just, he's not able to deal. Um, and that is a massive I guess eye opener for for people if they're looking at you know your partner, your husband, your 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 whatever, um, that can be one of the symptoms of it, one of the signs of somebody starting to go into depression, um, is is starting to work longer hours or work more or you know as you say bury yourself and and as you, as you go along and you open up with it with that pretty early on in the book as well I think don't you um, talking about yeah. how how much you work, um yeah I've cut down a lot. Um, and, and I guess I, I probably should have brought up your point if I ever do like a, a re-edition. Um, there's, there's like, there's a postpartum depression, but it's really only seen for the moms. And this is not an attack on the yeah. moms whatsoever. No, no. no. Um, you know, it, postpartum depression is, is really seen for the mothers. And like I said, again, this is not a dig against the moms. Um, as a dad, it's like, you're not doing enough. And then you you bury yourself to work because you're supposed to be the provider. You're supposed to be the foundation, mm -hmm. the brick, you know, the clay, whatever foundation you're using, you're supposed to be that rock, that provider. And so a lot of guys, all they can do is this. I got to provide, I got to provide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to where, um, I saw like this, this meme or this picture to where it's like, He's not around. He doesn't love me. Meanwhile, this guy's working overtime to try to even yeah. just put food on his table. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, and I, that's why I kind of highlighted it in in that blog. Um, I guess was to to bring more awareness to that fact that you know most people think the postpartum depression is in room now. It's funny, like there, there aren't any statistics behind it. Um, I think women talk about it more. Women talk about mental health more in general, anyway. So, it I think postpartum depression is more highlighted in women than than it is in men because men just don't talk, you know. Um, it's the but, it's but the suck it. up and man up type of yeah mentality. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, for sure. Um, so so how, how what was the I guess the decline then with you and your mental health? With obviously, look, you're working loads, you're. 
she's feeling neglected, all that kind of stuff. Like, what? How did it all kind of come to a head? And we'll obviously we'll get to, I yeah. guess, the turning point in a little bit. But um, it was it was really kind of her saying like, I think you need to find somebody else. That was kind of the, I was working, um, you know, ridiculous hours. Um, I was getting up at 2 a.m. for work. I was getting up at 3 a.m. for work. There's days I was working at, you know, a 4 a.m. to 8 p.m. to make stuff happen at the job. Um, mm -hmm. And that along with just everything else, everyday stress already that we had going on, her saying that, like, I feel like I'm not the person that you can love. And again, her being that foundation for me. Um, and if she watches this, she'll probably laugh at this. But, like, I tell her all the time that, like, she's my barbecue sauce. Um, there's a <laughs> lot of things that I don't want to deal with, right? There's a lot of foods that I probably won't eat. But if you give me cauliflower cooked in barbecue sauce, I'll probably give it a shot. Right? <laughs> right. She's my barbecue sauce. If it's chicken, if it's pork, she's my barbecue sauce. She makes stuff um, tolerable. And so her saying that, like, hey, I, I really think you need to find somebody else. Like, I think we're not it anymore. With her being my foundation, dealing with being a new dad, dealing with work struggles, dealing with everything else everyone else deals with on an everyday to where it was just really her and I, I mean, we moved away from Virginia um, to where she was my support system, my, my, you know, my cheerleader, everything. Um, and then her saying like, Hey, I think, I think we're done. That combined with everything else just it's really hit me in a massive blow. Mm -hmm. and, it, and that's like, I've, I've had conversations with lads, Kind of similar to that, I guess, as well, over the last little while. Um, and it does, it comes at them, as you say, it, it, it's a massive, a massive blow, but it's not so much that they take it as like, and I don't want to say that it was for you, but it's not that it's a blow to the ego, say, or anything like that, because she doesn't want me anymore, she doesn't love yeah. me, she doesn't find me attractive, and like that. It's when you get caught up in that moment where you're just working all the time in your head you're doing what you feel is right for everybody around you yeah do you know what i mean but then it's you're like, not as you said just the, the five it's like adding just... two plus two and you're getting nine now or yeah, whatever yeah. other number like you're doing basic math and then it's just being told wrong and it's um hey i'm i'm getting five hours of sleep and you know she was she was getting not a lot of sleep too um but then even as we got older i i was working double to provide for my family and she was she was working too she wasn't just sitting home doing nothing but mm -hmm. then it's all right you add on now i'm working 60 hours a week to make stuff happen for my wife um, my family and she's just focusing on m the fact that i don't love her which was the furthest thing from the truth but again if you're speaking two different languages um you know on top of everything else, whether it's the media saying men are doing this, or they're not doing that, or guys are this, or guys are dogs. And it's just, I just want to touch my wife. Um, you know, even when I see her now, again, being married 14 years, the first thing I do is, is go for the butt and go for the, the body and squish it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, 14 years married. 
Um, you know, my wife, and this is actually what I wrote. I won't go into full detail, but like, she's still the prettiest girl in the world to me. And I even wrote that yeah. in the book in the first page when you open it, um, mm -hmm. and her copy, um, you know, she's just, she's, you know, what, um, you know, she like, she's not my, my daughter cares, but like my daughter matters, but like my wife is, is like, that's, that's my flavor. <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, and then being told that the, the one that you love, um, you know, thinks that you don't love them. It's, you start to think that you're broken. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you, how do you come back from that then? How does that, what was the, what uh, was the aftermath of being told that? Then? I, I was running on caffeine pills. I was, you know, not sleeping. I was having, um, difficulties get along getting along with other people i was having uh non-verbal confrontations with people having you know anger um there's there's been holes in the wall um just literally because i felt like i was not in a coma but i was trapped and i couldn't talk um and i was talking to people but it was being i was checking on people but people weren't really checking on me um, and I guess on top of that, I felt like this angst that I already had about like this person that I love more than anybody tells me that I don't love them. And then just checking on people of a habit of making sure that they're good, but then also kind of hoping that they would check on me. Um, it was oh, hey man, I'm great. How are you? But that's it. It wasn't like, a, you know, how, hey, how are you really doing? It wasn't a lot of heartfelt. And I had one person that I was talking to, but then in a while, I just, I didn't feel comfortable even talking to them um, because I didn't want to put my burdens on top of them. Yeah. And you, you, you say that as well in the book is that you're, you're not, you've never really been the best communicator for, from your own, but like the conversations we've had is that you do check in on a lot of people yourself to see how they are. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, and I guess I'll, the other one... I'll message people on Facebook or I'll text them, hey, I'm checking on you. And yeah, normally it's, hey, yeah. man, I'm great. But then even then, it's it's kind of like a wall. Like it's, mm -hmm. yeah, they're great, but they are they could also be going through crap. So I'll just say on there, like, hey, if you guys are having problems, check on your friends and ask how they're really doing. Like, tell yeah. them to be honest with you, because a lot of them, you don't know what's going through. Yeah, for sure. So after she says then, look, I think you should find somebody else or marry somebody else or whatever it was. So, so how did you, how did you bring her, bring her back? How did you turn that around? And what, what was the, uh, it was, <laughs> there was a lot of whiskey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, there, but I'm drinking rum right now. There was a lot of whiskey. Um, there, I, I, I want to say it was really my daughter. Um, and I, and, and I'll just throw this out there now. Um, my, my daughter definitely saved my life. Um, you know, my wife loves me. She gives me kisses. She'll literally crawl on, on the couch and act like she's, you know, a book bag that I'm carrying in the front. Um, if there's, there was a time to where if my daughter didn't walk in the room and, and tell me that she wanted to hang out with me, I probably wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it was, all right, I've got, um, 
now I have, yes, I've always had two women I have to deal with because I'm literally outnumbered, but it was, all right, I gotta, I gotta make it work for me. I gotta make it work for my wife and I gotta make it work for my, um, my daughter who like literally looks like a little clone of my wife. <laughs> and then I just so, so started just... working on talking on to myself and I basically tried giving myself advice as if I was somebody else. Yeah. So talk us through that, that moment then when, when little miss walked in, what was going on, what was going on in your head at that time? Um, so I'll say prior to that, um, I was literally just running through traffic to try to end it. Um, you know, I, I figured I, I would just go through blind turns. I would run through red lights if I was by myself just to get it over with. And for somehow, like every single time I had to like clear traffic, which is weird. Um, but, uh, I, I, I was just done. I, again, I, I, I didn't even feel comfortable talking to my best friend. Um, that was the sort of the others were leaning on. And then I just cracked. Um, I was, just, I had the pistol that I had legally, um, I'll throw that out there for New York state people. I legally own the pistol. Um, and I was just going to go somewhere and, and, and make it to where I was no longer the hassle. Um, you know, and I, and I wasn't the hassle and I see that now, but, um, there's not a lot of outlets that are for guys, or if there are, there's not a lot of them that are, um, given the attention or they're not um, publicized, right? Mm -hmm. You're doing this to gain attention for guys to see that they're not alone. A lot of other either groups on Facebook are doing the same thing or podcasts are doing the same thing. Um, but you, you could have all the noise going on and around you in the world. You can have all the people around you and you can still feel alone. Um, and I was just going to go, take care of it to where if I, if I didn't have um you know a gun i had other means at my disposal but it just seemed like the way to have it happen um and then my daughter was like hey come downstairs and play with me um but for some reason like the whole week prior i kept driving into traffic and no one hit me mm -hmm. um so uh, and then if that didn't work, you know, I had other, I had other means in a bad way. I'm kind of creative to where <laughs> I can see other means. Um, and then I texted my wife and I'm like, I just came upstairs, which is my daughter's nickname. Pi just came upstairs. Um, and I was sitting on the floor with the 1911 and then my wife like ran upstairs and then it began again, became like my book bag. Like she didn't let go, mm -hmm. but had it not been my daughter saying, come downstairs and play with me. I probably just would have went somewhere in the woods and disappeared. And, and what was the, what was the conversation with your wife? Like after, after you told her that you were, you had been sitting upstairs with the gun. Um, she, 
again, which was like the the biggest dig possible was I think you need to find someone else. I'm not making you happy. Like and and that again, like she she wanted me to be happy. She mm-hmm. um wanted me to find whatever it is that I needed to be better, whether it was with her or with not or without her. Um and that still stung. Like I I I was wordless. Um and anyone that's watching this, you know, later on, like I'm tripping on my words. I can write whatever, but I'm I'm not the best speaker when it comes to talking about myself. I can publicly yeah. speak and talk about other things and other products and sell stuff for you and promote, but talking about me, um I I will stumble on my words because I don't think I don't matter, but I think that I I think that I'm almost in a way of 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 putting the phrase I'm not as good as everyone else thinks I am. And I could be great, but I'll to my self-appraisal, it's um I'm subpar at at most things. And I I don't know if it's just because I have this constant mentality of I'm failing even if I'm not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And was it <clears throat> was there a turning point then? Do you think with her and just after that comes like so? How did you? Because I guess on the one side, right, she wants you to be happy, and she's feeling that she's the one that's not making you happy because of you know you're never at home, you're working all the time. She's probably seeing that as a you know a way out or a neglect thing or whatever. You know, look, Eddie's just not around anymore. You know, oh, she asked Eddie, me if I was. She yeah. asked me if I was finding somebody else even. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm literally <laughs> trying to provide. Um, and just sitting in my car crying by myself. I mean, in front of my wife, I've probably only cried when our dog died on, on Christmas, which absolutely sucks. Um, and I still talk to my dog like she's in the car. And then, like, when my when my grandparents died, like, she really hasn't seen me cry besides that and when we got married. Like, I am very, I have to be the foundation. So, was there anything then that you can think of that, like, did you have that little light bulb moment afterwards? Was there a reason that you were feeling in that way or why you were throwing yourself into work so much? Was it, you know, was that a lot of anxiety? Was it depression? Was it? Just I think it was. Everything just building up and getting on top of you, just life in general. Life in general, I'd say, would be a big part of it. Um, we both started out, my wife came from a well-off family. Um, but when she got with me, um, she, she definitely got a decrease in quality of life, uh, (laughs) as far as financial. Um, and even in the book, I wrote that, you know, as a joke, um, I think it's Hunter Hayes who's a country singer here. Like I married up and she married way, way down. Um, you know, I got a college educated wife that can speak two languages and I, I can just work myself to the bone. Um, you know, I mean, I've always been hard on myself. Um, I mean, my dad was always working and, you know, he still is working nonstop, even into retirement age. Um, but I think it really, you know, there's this thing that that you're always your own hardest critic or you're always Mm -hmm. your own worst critic. Um, everything I was doing, I felt like it wasn't sticking. 
and I didn't have a massive out. Like I would go to the gym for two hours after working a, a 12 hour shift and then go through a bottle of whiskey in less than a week. Um, you know, trying to find different ways to cope. Um, so I, I, I really don't know, I guess is the, the answer for that long winded. I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I tried talking to myself to give myself the advice that I was giving other people. And it's, it's, I was going to say, it's funny. It's like, it's not funny, but it's, it's interesting, I guess, because we'd see it on the groups that we're in, um, on, on Facebook where, you know, guys would put up a post or whatever it is that they, they just don't know what's going on, but they're feeling a certain way or they're, um, and I think a lot of that comes down to, I, I know, like I'm, I'm doing an episode now next week. There's a few episodes being recorded next week, but, um, one of them is kind of just around guys in general and, and work and the stigmas and the, you know, those societal expectations that are placed on men that we still feel we have to live up to. Do you know what I mean? Like you quite rightly said right at the very beginning of it, you know, we're in a, a world now where it's, it's generally a two parent working family or, you know, that both people are working. It's not like the old days where one was working and one was at home. Um, but I think men still feel the need that they're the ones who have to carry the burden. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's expected of us to, to, to do that. Um, and, and we have to take all of that on board all the time, which is going to get you. And it's going to, you know, you can only sustain that for so long before the cracks start to show then. I mean, that's kind of where it was with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, 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 I felt like anything I was doing was wrong, even if I was doing it right. And someone mm. else could have been told me I was doing it right. And I still felt like I was doing it wrong. Yeah. So, so you've got two things to do now, right? So she's looking at it and thinking that, you know, she wants you to be happy. She's not making you happy. You're off working all the time. So you've obviously got to reassure your wife that look, yeah. babe, it's you. You know, it, it's or it's it's not you, it's me. That kind of conversation, but then you've also got to get inside your own head and 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 turn it around, and uh, because you were at the brink of of ending it. So, so what was what was that transformation like then? How did how did that come about? Um, I, I mean, it's it's still not complete. Like it's still everything's a work in progress. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I I. I I talked to myself and I, I literally started a journal and I told her, I was like, I'm just going to start a journal. Um, and I just, I talked to myself like I was giving myself <clears throat> advice on the way to work because I'm, I'm surrounded by people, um, with the exception of when I'm driving alone everywhere else, there's noise, but I would drive to work with the radio off and just talk to myself like i was trying to give someone else advice i was always like i'm the baby brother of my family right um but i was always the big brother to somebody else i was always the advice giver or what have you and i just started talking through every single problem that i had going on in my mind to try to do self-organization and explain what was happening or 
giving myself advice as, and then it turned into, you know what? There's all these guys in the Facebook group. There's all these guys in different Facebook groups. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to record myself talking and then I can paste that because a lot of the stuff that, you know, I'm going through a lot of other people go through. You've went through it in some variation. A lot of other people have in the different groups. A lot of guys that aren't on Facebook have gone through it before. And we'll give the same advice, but we won't follow it because we're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is the best way to put it. Um, yeah. Hey, man, this is what you got to do. Like, we'll give the advice, but we won't, we won't take the bite of the fruit of ourselves, right? We won't no. take that no. same knowledge and apply it to ourselves because either... We think it won't work or we we're stubborn or we're stupid or, you know, whatever it is. And then I just, I, I was like, you know what? I, I, I can't, I can tell my wife that I love her. Right. And she did something pretty cool. And guys, this is an idea for Valentine's for you. Cause we're right around Valentine's day. Anyways, my wife wrote, I can't even count how many post-it notes. And she wrote like little one-liners on them and she folded them all up and she put them in a glass for me and one of my, uh, my whiskey highball glasses. And it was all things that she loved about me. Um, and I, I think that was the big thing that was like, I need to show her I love her. I'm going to write her a book. Um, and you know, even in, in my hats, I have a couple cowboy hats. Um, you know, I'll wear when I'm out with my daughter and she'll have her cowboy hats is the fun thing. But like I have a lot of those post-it notes stuffed inside the leather brim of my hats, um, and I'll pull them out. Um, but I I think the post-it note thing that she did for me was then was like I've got to find a way that for her to to know, and I'm not good at talking. But I'll write it out, or I'll talk to myself and give myself the advice, and then I'll I'll write it out that like. I need to find a way to help others after me, but then help my wife realize that like, she's, she's the barbecue sauce. She is better than a one. She's better than bullseye barbecue. And you know, I'm, I'm with her till the end until she gets tired of me and then hires a hitman to kill me or something. But <laughs> it, and that's what you it was. You say that in the book, actually, don't you, that, the, the design like she'd literally have to hire somebody to kill you because you're not quitting that no I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm stubborn to a fault um <laughs> but like i i said i are are i do's you know like she's mm-hmm. she's mine like um, i'm i'm hers and you know we're we're against the world and we're we're with the world but like she um i firmly believe in like you know when I said I do, that's it. And so like, she'll have to get rid of me or there's the joke of like, I'm not getting divorced. I'm just going to plant a tree one day. Um, but we actually planted a tree when we got, when we had our ceremony in Thailand, um, you know, we planted a tree. So I was like, I'm, I'm not going to get divorced. I'll just plant a tree one day instead. Um, and she's like, I'm, I'm recording that as evidence, but now it's on here. They're like, <laughs> I'm not getting divorced. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with her and, and until, until the world falls apart or something. Awesome. And, and how did she receive the book? How, how did she take it? Uh, the end of the tour? so I was talking to some of the beta readers, which they're not really beta readers, people that used to work for me. 
um, you know, that used to work for me when I managed the pet store. Um, and I'll say hey to Lucy and Alon in case they catch this and a couple other people. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know if I was just going to publish it, self-publish it, and then give it to her. Um, and then if she hated it, I was going to pull it down. Like the whole point was literally for her. And then if she hated it, I was going to go and buy a couple copies and just pass them around to some guys that, you know, were having a tough time just showing that like, Hey, it's possible. Um, and then she posted on her Instagram that like I put, I published a book for, um, and then from then it was, it was kind of game on. Like I, I thought she wasn't going to like it, but I didn't know how else to tell her that she was what made me smile. And even she'll tell me like, you have to make your own happiness. And, you know, I do, but it's a lot more fun, you know, when I'm, I'm squeezing the thighs or, you know, the body of, of, you know, my hundred pound Asian wife, um, which again, I call, I, I'll, I text her today. I was, I was like, I'm just doing this for my hot Asian wife. Um, but it, it, you know, she liked it. She thought it was a waste of money, but she didn't, I don't think she realized it. Like it was literally, I don't know how else to show her. I mean, I worked umpteen hours a week, 70, 80 hours a week to try to provide for her. Um, I'm definitely a gift giver for the love language by, um, you know, that was defined by Gary Chapman, but like, she's it, dude. I, I choose her over steak every, every day. Excellent. I wouldn't eat vegetables all day for her, but I'd choose her over steak. (laughs) (laughs) And how are things, how are things going now then? Like with, you know, life, have you, have you calmed work down? Have you step back a wee bit are you starting to i guess take your own advice um i'm working on it. it's a work in progress um <laughs> i you know it, it it's you look at it as it's i guess it's probably not the best way it's probably an off way to look at it let me let me clarify that um it's almost like i'm not doing as bad as the next guy so i'm like i'm jonesing but i'm jonesing in the opposite direction like hey I'm making improvement, right? I'm not yeah, like, okay. I'm I'm not doing that bad. And I, I always want others to do well. Um, You know, I also wrote like, I'm a, I'm a bad time friend. I'm not a good time friend. I'll check on people to make sure they're doing okay. But if they're doing good, I leave them alone. I don't, I don't say I don't care about them, but like, if they're having a rough time, I want to be that shoulder. But if they're doing good, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm possibly not doing great. So, I'm just going to leave them alone. Um, but I, I'm slowing down. You know, I'm, I'm having dates with my daughter. I'm having dates with my wife. Um, you know, we have a curfew to where it's time to get into bed and get to business. Um, but that maybe not wasn't the best thing because even when we were having tough times, I was making sure I was I was having dessert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I don't, yeah, if she listens, hopefully she gets the fact that she is, she's the flavor for life for me. Um, I'm working on taking my own advice and I'm also working on maybe giving more direct advice to prevent people that from going down how I went. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, it's, 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 I guess like, you know, similar kind of situation, you know, um, from my end, it was, it was. You have this learned behavior, don't you? This way of living for so long. 
and as you say, it's an ongoing process. So you're constantly trying to change and you're constantly trying to improve yourself for, for those around you, for yourself. Um, so it is, it's, <clears throat> you, 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 I don't think you can wake up one morning and just go, boom, right, I'm, I'm good. I'm ready again. Do you know what I mean? There is a, there's a lot of soul searching. There's a lot of digging deep. There's, like I said, it's, it's learned behavior. It's stuff that you've been doing naturally for 10, 20, 30 years. Whatever it is, yeah, going um, on almost forty. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was I was forty there at Christmas, like so. I'm I'm. For me, it was uh, it was it was tough trying to make those cha- I guess those mental changes, that way of thinking, that mindset, and having to change it and stuff, and not talk down to yourself and not feel shitty about yourself all the time. Um, and and as you say, take your own advice. I mean, I'm great at giving people advice. I'm shit at taking my own. So. Um, but I'm it's only, not an easy I'm only process. good for if it's like, all right, one more beer. One more beer. That's it. That's <laughs> my, my self-advice. <laughs> one more whiskey. One more rum. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, listen, mate, that's, that's incredible stuff. It really is. And I love how, you know, and I, I, I can't wait to share this on the dad's groups that we're in and stuff. Um, and hopefully some of the other guys who are going through something similar will be able to to take something from this, you know, lads, just, just tell them you love them. It's as simple as that. Just show them a little bit more, you know? No, um, definitely. I agree. Uh, I'll definitely say, you know, tell your, your guy friends, tell them you love them. Um, mm. you know, there's a couple guys that I'll see maybe once every six months. Right. But if they call me and maybe it goes back to me being a bad time friend, if they're like, Hey, I need help. Right, I'll stop whatever I'm doing as soon as I can, and I'll get to them. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I told a couple guys like, "Hey, um, like I told them what was going on," and they're like, "Why didn't you tell me?" And I'm like, "I'm, I'm always the shoulder." <clears throat> um, you know, and I, I told one of the guys, and he was like, "Hey, I need you to come over so I can hang out with you. I, I need you to promise that you know you're gonna give me heads up if that happens again." Um, and he just started out as one of my customers, you know, when I was a manager of a pet store, um, you know, and, and we built a friendship, but he met my wife. Finally, he met my daughter, you know, my daughter was running around with his dog. Um, you know, and I, I'd say as guys, we need to be better at saying I need help. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it's the one thing we don't do. It's the one thing we're we're shit at. But again, I think again, it's it it comes back to those stigmas, those expectations. Obviously, yeah. The, I, 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 the I don't the think fuck we up were... attitude. The yeah. The suck yeah, it up. But... The don't be a bitch. Don't be a pussy. Yeah, but even, I think it's even deeper than that. I don't think we were even like we we've never been given the tools to have that conversation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like if it's, you're a girl, it's like you're so strong for sharing that. And again, I'm not trying to dig at the girls. I guess it's almost a jealousy, but it's no, no, you're right though. But like you know, look, I know there's you know loads of women in in in, in my life who always say it that you know a couple of glasses of wine with, with and even my wife will say it, like a couple of glasses of wine with some of her best mates is like one of the best therapy sessions she can have because they can just chat shit, get it out, and her mates will tell her about herself and, and vice versa, you know? Um, you can talk about work, me, family, whatever. 
Um, we don't do that. No, we no, we're like, we don't. We're not able to have that conversation, so I don't think it's... We've just never learned to, so, you know, hopefully we can start to make that change. You know, I should, just yeah. have to start and talking I, I a lot more. Probably, probably apologize to my wife. Um, there was times um, that she would <laughs> tell her friends, she was like, I got to go. The penis needs me. Because um, I'd be like, hey, um, how much? Because, again, I, I was working a lot, and I'm just, mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't have time for her. And um, one of her her friends was like, oh, you're her husband. You're the penis. And I'm just like, wow, really? <laughs> She's like, I got to go. Like, my husband's trying to get it in. But in reality, like, I just, I wanted, you know, the other piece of the puzzle, which was my wife. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. So that's <laughs> what I was known for a while by some of her friends. Just they the didn't penis. know what I was going Yeah. The penis. They didn't know what I was going through the mentally portion, but I also wasn't telling my wife because she thought I was yeah, all her. Yeah. And we do, and we do that. We just we, we hold it back until it, it it gets to breaking point. I remember reading. I think it was a, a survey that was on one of those groups, and that when like at what point would you talk about mental health? And and the highest, the 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 option that got the most votes was when it's gone like literally too far when, yeah, when past, you're at way past point, the limit when, now that you're at the break point yeah. you've already broke yeah and yeah, then it's that's like when you'll finally open them yeah and we still have that happen a lot in the group i'd, mm. I'd say thankfully maybe i don't see it every day but it's like guys i'm at my limit you're like mm. we'll have the dads assisting group guys i'm at my limit or dads i'm at my limit or hey I need someone to talk to. I'm done. Yeah. And it's not being prevented. You know, like if, if it, it's easier to do a brick a day than it is to, you know, try building an entire house or, or tearing down a whole house. Like if you literally have this whole wall built up at that point, then, you know, you're, you're, you're gone or you're not, maybe you're not gone, but you're done. Um, yeah. And you'll have these guys that are like, I I don't know. Like, my wife's ending it. My kids don't want to talk to me. My kids don't want to see me. My wife doesn't want to see me. My wife left me, you know, my and she took the kids or, or whatever. Or I'm homeless now. Like, we are, are, are so stubborn to where it's finally being, I I don't even have a ground anymore. I'm now negative. I'm below ground or I'm, I, I, I don't have... A support system i pushed them away or i i told them to fuck off or screw off or i don't need them or i hate them like we don't a lot of times say that we need help until we either a have pushed everyone away or we're already having the thoughts of ending it yeah and that's the thing like that, i think that's where we need to make the biggest change is is getting lads talking earlier much earlier yeah. So that it doesn't get to that point. Do you know what I mean? Where you're literally at breaking point. Um and it's tough. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do, you know. It's it's not easy to come out and and, and have that conversation. Um and again, like I keep bringing it up, I bring it up again. It's those stigmas, it's those expectations that we're not supposed to. So 
oh, they're going to look at me funny or they're going to call me names or I'm going to show weakness or show an emotion and, and all this kind of shit. Yeah, you're um, going to be a bitch or you're going to be whatever. Yeah, yeah. But there's like the thing is like on, on, on the, the group that we're in, there's 50, 60,000 dads in that group. Every single one of them will listen to your story if you want to talk. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how many are, are actually active now. I probably kicked, mm. you know, a couple of their attentions off. But um, uh, I, I'd say I there's days that I'll see people comment and um, I, I've, I've never seen these people before because, like, we're all, yeah, it's 55, 55.1K members. Um, yeah. Shout out to yeah. to dads, dads assisting group, uh, dads. Group. Absolutely. Um, and you know, I'll see different people every day, but we also mm. don't know what they're going through. So I may literally only jump on social media once a week. Like I'll every time I jump on, I see a different person in that group, either posting or commenting or, or, or trying to say, "Hey, message me. My inbox is open," which is awesome. But I also yeah. think the fact of the distance for a lot of the dads, like, you know, online, online, when you're doing stuff, there's that an anonymous, um, or that shield up because, you know, you don't know the person in real life. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think at a certain standpoint that helps our group out because, Hey, I can post this. Um, you know, they don't know the real me or I can't, I can't talk to my dad. I can't talk to my mom. I can't talk to my my Nona or my grandparents or, you know, or, or whatever, or my neighbor, but like they'll reach out to the circle that, you know, have been established. And I know you're, you're one of the moderators on there, um, that we can help each other out. But if, mm -hmm. if they were necessarily face to face, they, they maybe won't be as honest because there's that fear that they're weak. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing, like, I, I, I think that's the biggest thing we need to, we need to change, you know, is that look, just, it all starts with a conversation. Change starts with a conversation, you know, um, being mentally healthier starts with a conversation. Yeah, um, definitely. And, and, there, and there's always, there's always somebody who listens to it. Like, I think it, it was Justin, I think, said it in the first, it wasn't the first episode, but the first interview, I think I did. Um, for the podcast, Justin said it. There is always somebody who will listen. Do you know what I mean? Regardless yeah, of, I've of had what you think, a bunch of conversations people I've never talked to ever again. Yeah, like I've I've literally yeah. talked to them in the group, or they've messaged me because I'm like, hey, message me, and then I've just never yeah. talked to them again, and I just listen to them. Um, and then they end up, you know, posting something positive. Yeah, like one yeah. guy just posted right now that like he's. 35 minutes ago. Well, it's that time. Baby boy is on his way. Chad, congratulations on <laughs> being the dad. Just posted 35 minutes ago. Um, no, yeah, definitely. And I'll, I'll say um, I'm now, what am I, 36, I think? Yeah. I'm bad with numbers. I'm, all, I'm a store manager and I'm, I run a business and I'm bad with numbers for my own age. Um, I've, I've given more hugs to to other guys, you know, in the past couple years than I've probably given all combined with the exception of like to my dad. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, a couple of the guys that saw the book, saw what it was, you know, they, they read part of it that were local to me. 
um, a couple right at down in Virginia, and they just gave me big hugs. Um, you know, and it's hey, I need you to be honest. Tell me that you need help, and I'll be there for you. And yeah. that's that's yeah. great. And it's not a lie. You know, they're not just shoving that out there. Like, we we need to build a support system for guys. You know that, and what you're doing is definitely you know striving towards that. But I think as dads and as guys, we need to be honest, like, hey, man, face-to-face, no anonymity, no nothing. Like, yeah, I care about you and I appreciate you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and it is. And I think, you know, look, it's, it's, I think it's getting better. Yeah. You know, definitely. The last couple of years, I think, you know, more lads are talking, but there's more we could be doing for each other. There's, there's, and like I said, I think it's that conversation just needs to happen that little bit earlier. You know, it, we're, we're still in that mindset where, well, I'm not going to bring it up because I don't want to burden somebody or they don't want to listen to me or who would, yeah. who's going to listen to me or, um, I don't have anyone to talk to all of those. It, it's almost like the lies we tell ourselves in that sense, you know, it, it, to, on the one side, we don't know how to have that conversation. So we're just going to push it away. Um, and on the other side, it's that right. Well, if I do have that conversation, I need to start confronting stuff about me. So there's a there's two kind of sides to it. But I think it's definitely getting better. And like like those groups are massive help for for a lot of people. Um, I think we just need to start getting guys to just stop waiting till it hits breaking point. You know, talk that little bit early when you're starting to feel stress or anxious, or you're starting to feel a bit of depression coming in, or you're just having a shit day. Just say to just lads, I'm, I'm having a day. I'm having one of those days, even if it's just a vent, just to get it off your chest. You know, yeah. Um, rather than carrying it around. So, so what's next then? I guess for 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 Eddie, is there going to be a is there going to be another book? Is there going to be um, around two of very... the book? Is there? Very, very slowly. Um, you know, the first one was dedicated to my wife. Mm-hmm. The next one, it's got a working title right now. Um, you know, the man up uh, mentality. Um, I actually posted in the dad's group for for some thought process of, of what it means to man up. Um, and it was all across the board. Like it, it mm-hmm. was either like, Oh, it's positive. It's inspiring. Or one of them was like, you know, it's toxic or this or that. Um, that one's going to be a much more lengthy driving to work, talking to myself, writing organization type of process. Um, this, I think the first one I was really just writing to my wife as quickly as possible for her to realize that like, she is everything to me. I didn't want to get served with divorce papers because she thought I was just so against her where in reality it was nothing but, you know, the farthest thing from the truth. Um, You know, for a while I was posting stuff on Instagram under, you know, the name that I have up here, Mr. Eddie Bell. Um, And a lot of it was like really dumb, cheesy stuff of, for some reason, there's a video on there of like my wife grabbing my titty for 27 million views. Um, (laughs) and it's, it's, it's awful to say that, but it's literally what it is. And there was some guy voicing, like, I can't get enough of you. And it was me squeezing my wife's butt 
and her scribing, her squeezing my titty for like 27 million views um, on the Instagram page, Mr. Eddie Bell. But it's it's definitely I'm I'm trying to do something for the guys, and this is not against the girls, yeah. but. Yeah. You know, you guys have your your nail salon visits and this and that, and your wine nights, or your mommy parties. Um, I wanted to write a book for the guys, almost analyzing what we go through, but we're not comfortable enough talking to. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. manning up what it is, what it isn't. You know, how the different views on it, and and this may you know take me a thousand years because I'm I'm nowhere near as smart as my wife thinks I am. But it's something to basically say to the guys, like, hey, whatever it is that you need, tell somebody. Um, yeah. You need help. Yeah. You need a hug. You know, you, you – it, it, I don't like the term fishing for compliments. Like, if you need something, be straight. Hey, I'm having a – like you said, hey, I'm having a shit day. Um, or, you know, I'm, I'm having a rough one. Right. I mean, I'm sitting here talking to you, this, this handsome Irish guy, right. You got the, the accent, everything. Like if you're like, Hey, I need, I need this. Like, be honest. Don't embellish. Hey, I, I, I need help. Right. We, we're decreasing at a, a great rate as guys, like as the sex guys are going down drastically much more than females. A, because we're probably stupid. B, because we're killing ourselves off. But the second book that I'm working on, which may take for forever, it's it's literally um, almost like putting your hand on someone's shoulder and giving them a hug. Like, hey, you're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, it's a working title. I don't know how long it's going to be. I'll send you another pre one before it goes so you can pick apart my grammar. But um, that and just I'm I'm trying to get to 50 i'm trying to get to 60 i'm trying to get to 70 you know i'm trying to get it to where my wife just wants someone one day abducting me because she's tired of how much i love her like that's that's it like i want my wife knowing that she's the the flavor of the lifetime to me i want my daughter knowing right what it is and she gives us crap now like i'll i'll grab my wife by her ass and kiss her um and we've been married for 14 years you know i want my my daughter knowing that like you know my parents legit love each other i want my my daughter knowing what it is and i i pick on her all the time um i'm like just become a nun you'll have a great retirement package (laughs) i want my (laughs) it it, i've said that to her so many times just become a nun you'll have a good retirement package like up next, I guess it's every day, you know, trying to help someone else, but also trying to help myself. Because if, if you're crumbling, you can't be someone else's foundation. You can't be someone else's no. shoulder. No. Um, you know, getting back to Thailand and visiting some of the family, um, you know, just trying to build up everyone around me. But you can only build up someone so much until you build yourself up too, right? You can't yeah, lift someone sure. up 15 feet if you're six feet underground. Um you know, it's, you know, I want to get to, I want to get full gray. I want to, you know, have it to where my wife has to hire a restraining order against me because I'm grabbing her ass so much. I want her knowing that, you know, <laughs> she's, she's mine for life. I want my daughter knowing that I'm always there and that I'm the example of the guy that she needs to find. You know, I want the the statistics going away 
of suicide. You know, that's, I guess that's what's next in a long winded way. I want, you know, I want us getting to the moon or Mars or wherever, you know, because we're not killing ourselves off anymore. I want us dealing with the case of, you know, we're not dealing with all these different wars, right? I want us inventing new forms of whiskey, whatever it is. I want, you know, I don't want yeah, to get to yeah. Ireland and have a drink with, you know, a couple of the guys over there. I want to go to Scotland and have a drink with a couple of the guys of some of like the real PD scotch. You know, I want to be able to travel. <laughs> I want to be involved. I'm selfish as anything. I want to be <laughs> everywhere <laughs> and anything, you know, I want to, I want to prevent the next possible suicide for guys and girls. But like, I yeah. want, I want the, the information getting out there to where it's, you know, it, it's, it's not the person's mom or the person's dad offing themselves. I want us getting yeah. to a point to where we can be honest that we appreciate and love someone. And maybe not like I'm going to marry you and cheat on my, my wife or my husband, like, but I love you and you're cared about, you know, I, yeah. I want you to know that you have somebody that cares about you. And then eventually I'll get a French bulldog because I've wanted one for years, but that'll take for forever. <laughs> um, and I'll throw I'll throw a, a scully cap on them and a little uh, trench coat, and then I'll be you know seventy going everywhere trying to sneak my dog in to the grocery yeah, store. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, look, <clears throat> Eddie, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you tonight, pal. Um, for anyone listening. Jump onto Amazon and get a copy of the book, The Love. Um, the Love Not Given. The Love Never. The Love Not. I was going to say Never Given. The Love Not Given. Um, it, it's a great little read. It really is. Um, I, I enjoyed reading it, I have to say. Um, oh, yeah. It was meant to be short because, um, as guys, we're definitely the dumber sex. Um, it's only like 70 pages. I purposely made it short to where someone could read it within an hour or two. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. we're busy in life. We've got all this different stuff, the cell phone, the smartwatches, the social media. It was meant to, it was meant to be where you could sit down and read it within a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it is, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it now. I have to say it was, it was brilliant. Um, look, as I said, absolute pleasure talking to you tonight, folks, jump onto Amazon, get a copy of, of Eddie's book. It's a, it's a great read. Um, best to look with the next one i'll be expecting a, a pre-copy uh, well, i definitely will comes um and make sure you guys are also subscribing to you like they found you on either youtube or, or soundcloud or what have you make sure you guys you know subscribe to the anxious lad um my thank you very much my mr eddie bell on amazon inboxes open a lot of stuff flags um but like for anybody even for you right and the anxious mm -hmm. and the, um the anxious lad on Instagram or, you know, Mr. Eddie Bell on Instagram or like the dads, assisting dads, Facebook group, like send a message, you know, so many yeah. of us, you know, we've got big hearts. We're stupid. We're ugly. We're dumb, but we got big hearts, right? <laughs> so like <laughs> if you guys, you know, find, find him or find me on Instagram, send him a message, man, send us a message, send okay. me a message. We'll listen because the worst thing is, you know, your wife has to go on without you. Your father has to bury you. Your mother has to bury you. You know, your kid has to, you know, bury you a few years after like their eighth or five, fifth birthday. Like, yeah, people care about you guys. 
um, that are listening, you know, even if it's a dog, what do you want? You want a dog not having an owner now or your dog finding you passed away or what have you? Like we got to, we got to end this as far as like a negativity thing, a mental health thing. We got to talk when we need yeah. help and definitely Absolutely. shout out to you for reaching out to me. I, I thank you a lot. It means a lot to me. Um, you know, with everything that you've went through in the past and, and given so many guys and outlets to talk and, um, I was doing good getting emotional until the end. I made it an hour and three minutes. Um, it, it, we got it. We got to talk to each other. That's the big thing. And I definitely appreciate Absolutely. you with the outlet. Yeah. And I appreciate you for reaching out to me. And I definitely shout out to the dads, sting dads group because, um, you know, otherwise we both may not be here. Um, and I want to tell my wife, I love her. Um, you know, definitely to you. I, I, I love you to death. You, you know, we, we've only talked a few times, but like, having a big heart for this it's it's not something that everybody has hmm. well i appreciate that buddy thank you very much not a problem as, as i said it's it's been a pleasure it's it's not the last conversation we'll have for sure no um but it's been awesome talking to you tonight thank you so much for coming on and and sharing your story oh, no, it, it was awesome 